Ladies and gentlemen, you get a reboot, you get a reboot, you get a reboot. What's that over there? It's a reboot. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Rebooted. Yay. All the reboots. <laughs> All over my face. What is a boy to do? <laughs> Cue the music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello! Hi there. Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I'm a Michael Lister. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yeah, you oh, yeah. are. Hello. Yes. Through your ear holes. Through your ear holes. You know <laughs> what? You know what I was just thinking, just going off my my introduction there? Uh, what would they call the TV series from the 90s reboot if they rebooted it? <laughs> just, it would be it would have rebooted. Maybe it's just be it'd be rebooted or reboot the reboot. Like I just <laughs> I I like <laughs> I like the potential there. Uh mm. I really like that show, by the way. It would like, have an apostrophe E D. Yeah. Yes, yes, it would be interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're here again, another week down in this awful, awful year, closer to it ending. It's great. Uh Fulia, how was yes. how was your week? Uh, my week has been pretty much the same. I've uh, been doing my streams as usual three days a week. Um, I've been trying to get some content going uh, for my YouTube channel. And um, I think the only exciting thing for me this week has been receiving my delivery of uh, DIY bubble tea <laughs> from the Bubble Tea Club. Nice. Which is awesome because for the last three days i've just been making it non-stop (laughs) (laughs) so bubble tea is tea i gathered yeah so it originated it originated from i think taiwan um it's essentially uh milk tea or fruit tea uh with um like toppings or like pearls jellies uh sort of mixed mixed in um so yeah, it's it's a sweet drink. It's usually very sweet. Ah. Um, What's your favorite yeah. flavor or combination, Fulia? I I will always stick with the original milk tea with pearls. Mm-hmm. It is my absolute favorite. Um, I never thought when milk teas were getting popular here in Australia, I never thought that I'd actually get into them that much. Um, I was more so the one that would go for the fruit flavors. Mm. So I would always go for like coconut or mango. Ooh, um, <laughs> and then I managed to uh, try out a, a milk tea with tapioca pearls in it. And at first I was a little bit eh about it, but then I tried it again and again. Um, and then... I got addicted to it. So, <laughs> so during this particular lockdown, it's 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 very hard to be able to find um, bubble tea outlets close to where I live that do like deliveries. 
Um, unfortunately, the closest one for me is over at Broadmeadows and they don't deliver as far as Roxburgh Park. So no. It's also incredibly dangerous to venture into Broadmeadows. Well, I was born and brought up there, so, you know. Enough said. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Arrest my case. <laughs> yes, I am a very dangerous woman. Be careful. Ooh. Kills you with a flick of an eyebrow. <laughs> I can see it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the stairs. Ooh, yes. So, um, yeah, so I've resorted to... I've, I have in the past tried making my own bubble teas at home by going out and buying, um, you know, uh, tapioca pearls that are dry that you have to then rehydrate. Um, the only problem with that was I didn't have the right, um, like the sweeteners, we'll say. Um, even though I've tried looking up recipes and stuff like that for sweeteners, usually they tell you to use honey, but, um, the, the sweeteners that the bubble tea makers actually use is fructose, Mm. um, uh, the syrup fructose, which gives it that, which gives it that extreme (laughs) sweetness. Um, (laughs) so, um, thanks to the awesomeness that is the bubble tea club, not sponsored, um, (laughs) But hoped, hope so one day. I hope so. <laughs> um, they are they are a uh, Melbourne owned and um, small bubble tea company um, that was made in the last few months. Ooh. So they're very very new, but they're getting they're getting all of the customers. Like it is the best thing. So um, I decided to give it a go. I got myself a small kind of I call it a samplers pack where they give you like five teas um and they give you everything that you need to make the bubble tea mm-hmm. so you get five tea bags creamer fructose tapioca pearls um and I'm absolutely in love with them I <laughs> I made a, an original milk tea with pearls the first day and then uh, the second day, I made myself a matcha bubble tea because I've got matcha oh, powder at home. I love matcha. Um, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then today, because it's been a little bit cooler than usual, um, I ended up making myself a hot, um, a hot milk tea without the pearls this time, uh, just because I wanted something quick and sweet and warm. <laughs> and what's your preference, Fulia, having it like... Um cold room temperature or hot with your tea um look it depends on it depends on the weather and how i'm feeling what i feel like um usually if i'm gonna have a milk tea like a bubble tea i'll have it cold Mm. so i will add the ice uh however uh today i just wanted something warm (laughs) because i wanted to warm up so i made myself a hot uh, milk tea (laughs) yes how has your week been, uh, Wayne? Uh, well, I've been drinking lots of tea as well this week. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you all know I love my tea, but it was just the yeah. standard standard black tea. But, um, yes, you know, yes. I, I was content. Um, I'm a club unto myself, I suppose, Fulia. <laughs> <laughs> Look, tea, any kind of tea club is welcome. I love tea in general. Tea over coffee for me. <laughs> yeah, at the moment, same. Mm. Uh, yeah, look, my week's been okay. It's been it's been a it's been a bit of a mixed bag. So I had my last day of work on Wednesday. 
Um, so that was my last day in the shop for the yep. next, uh, you know, six weeks. Um, it was pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be to be honest, yeah. Um, I, I work in the city, so not many people came through, yeah. which balanced out fine enough because I was by myself on the selling floor. Um, <laughs> and uh, Kendall, Fulia, you at least know uh, where I work, so you know how big that selling floor is. Yeah. So I was, you know, going around in circles and just waiting for someone to come down to give me break cover uh so i wouldn't pass out <laughs> so I, you know was a little grumpy at some at one point until i got some food in me because i hadn't like eaten since breakfast you grumpy so, never no no look all i are uh, look i you know what i don't mind when it's quiet like that being left on the floor by myself i can cope i can handle it perfectly fine uh but you know what i mean if i go long enough with out some caffeine in me or without lunch um, yeah, not, not a very nice person. So yeah, like I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get lunch until three o'clock. So uh, I was not, yeah, was not, was not, not the happiest person. No. And then, uh, when I came back to the selling floor, cause someone from another department came to look after, I was just like, look, I'm really sorry if I was a bit short. She's like, no, darling, you're okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> She was really, really sweet. I'd never met her before, but she was just telling me about how I'm stupid her boyfriend is, but she loves him and that they're doing isolation together <laughs> and they've never, they've never lived together before. So, um, yeah, I made a friend. <laughs> definitely um, test your, um, definitely test your, what's the relationship? Word? Relationship. Yeah. 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 Well, what are yeah. relationships? I forgot. Yeah, oh, just so... I, I, you're asking the wrong person. Um, <laughs> for someone who's really bad at them. But yeah, so that happened. Um, so pretty much the, most of the week, I've been... I've really just been working on um, the upcoming Michael and Philip show more than anything else. Um, nice. Yeah, like combing over scripts, doing shot lists, um, doing... Having a bit more chats to people about casting as well. Um I can't remember if I mentioned this last time, but uh, we've offered a, offered a um, an actor one of the lead one of the uh, one of the four lead roles in the show, and we're really excited to have him on board. And earlier today, I spoke to an actor who I wrote a particular um, part for. I, I had her in mind when I was writing this character who who appears in one episode. And um, myself and my producer had a had a Zoom chat with her, and she was really really keen. So uh, that was exciting to actually get an actor that you've written a role for, you know, have them in mind. That's great. Um, so yeah, so hopefully she's going to to join to join the project. Um, yeah, yeah, she she uh, lo- she loved the role and the phys- the physicality. Of it, so yeah. I mean, we've had to push back our filming dates because of our lo- because of the stage four lockdown in Victoria, um, but you know, it it, it can be done. It, it it can be filmed. Uh, you know, we just have to be a bit more diligent, adaptable, and creative about the way we go about it. Uh, so yeah, so looking forward to that really. And I guess just uh, like everyone else, I'm sure watching a lot of uh, things. Uh, on Netflix and, and, and Stan and <laughs> and Amazon and all the rest of it. Um, but, yeah, no, that, that's, that's been my week. It's actually been pretty pretty mellow, 
more than anything. So I, I think I'm in an okay mindset at the moment. Uh, how about you, Mike? Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much same old, same old. Still going to work, uh, working in a hospital. So it's it's a it's a new normal, mm. and it's uh, same every day. You just come to work, mask on, check your temperature, and yeah, you're good to go. So keep on working because yeah. toilets aren't going to clean themselves, <laughs> no matter how hard you clean. <laughs> you ever find that? Yes. You ever, every time you use it, it's like, hmm, I have to clean you. <laughs> and I hate taking work home with me. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so that's basically basically my week. Uh, uh, watching uh, as uh, everyone else watching stuff on stand just to keep me occupied. Still. Uh, Working on um, working on my little base in Minecraft, which is good. I've clocked a, yeah, I've clocked a lot of hours on Minecraft, just mind-numbingly, just punching wood and digging holes. <laughs> have it's you always... matched um, Have you matched Fulia's Animal Farm record of eleven hours? <laughs> uh, without without uh, tattling it up, I reckon I have. Because <laughs> you know what, when I um, that was the uh, Fulia made that that admission when I uh, was not on, but I listened back to the podcast and uh, Fulia, I shouted at you. <laughs> I was doing the, I was doing the dishes, listening to the podcast, and Fulia goes eleven hours. I shouted at my speaker. <laughs> I'm like Fulia, what are you doing? <laughs> Pleasing the people. I needed, to, I needed to keep going to keep them entertained. You tease your fans. I'm going to tell them that you said that on one of your streams. It's like, you tease us. <laughs> We're the ones that are watching oh, and give you money. <laughs> yeah, So, but Mike, you, rec- you think you, you've given Fulia a run for our money? Oh, yeah. 11, I, 11 hours straight or not necessarily that, though? Oh, not 11 hours straight. I'm not that... I'm, no. I'm not You're not fo- that stupid. I, no, Distracted I or focused. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Especially especially to your face. Um, um, it's hard to do yeah. that in this time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, unless we do FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe. 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 One day. Um, yeah. So, been doing my Minecraft. So it's got... Um, yeah, because I watch uh, Twitch now, which is fun, and I've got a couple of. Uh, I've actually know. I actually know a couple of people who actually do uh, Twitch that I had no idea that they did. So, been watching them as well, which is pretty fun. Uh, I get like little navi- notifications on my phone saying, "Hey, your friends on Twitch." It's like, okay, I'll just listen to them while I'm while I'm digging holes, which is good. Um, as you do yeah. uh, podcast as well I've been listening uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, the dollop which is which is fun just just insanity <laughs> of uh, history yeah they mm. they um, they pick a history to- topic it's usually like American history and they usually delve into it it's, that's why they call it the dollop and uh, to 
two um, comedians. They talk to each other. Uh, one's telling the story, and the other one is going, "Oh my god, are you fucking serious?" <laughs> yeah, that that sort of thing. So that that's yeah. a bit of fun. Nice. Uh, uh, what else? Um, yeah, probably probably the biggest thing that's sort of keeping me occupied is uh, me and the wife are still still plugging away, trying to get this house sorted, and mm. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking pretty good, I reckon. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we finally finally got our soil test done, and and uh, there's nothing too serious. What do you know about lead? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got that. Uh, we're giving that to the builder. Say, hey, um, uh, here's the soil test. Uh, give us some site costs. So everything. Mm. So hopefully this week we'll. We'll get a rough figure, and we'll give that to our our broker, so he can send it to the banks, saying, "Hey, can these people uh, borrow this enough money so you can be in debt for the next thirty fucking years?" Hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's it's looking pretty good. Ooh, fingers nice. crossed for you, Mike. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. It's exciting and shit and shit pants scary. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> At yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. You think you think a hex debt is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Times that by fucking thirty. Um oh, Mike have done three degrees. It's it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Off- not not a house, maybe a, a cute little unit, but it's up there I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which fun, funny enough, uh, me and my, me and the wife did our taxes not too long ago, and it, it turns out I own uh, I earn enough to actually start paying for my hex, and Ooh. yeah, so congrats. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it's like it's like hey, can I have some money? Hey, my, I'm getting my tax done. It's like oh, you got to put five hundred of that towards your hex. And it's like. <laughs> yeah. Great. What am I? What am I going to do with that other two hundred bucks? Mm. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, it'll it'll go towards the house, I guess. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. So probably the most creative thing is probably my probably my Minecraft. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Kendall? Have you been doing Minecraft and, <laughs> and, and stuff? <laughs> and stuff. Um, I've never played Minecraft. Uh, I well, Have you actually, played Animal Farm? no, I haven't <laughs> played that game. Um, but I, w- <laughs> <laughs> but I watch a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> I will not take sides. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can, I can, I can hear Folia's eyebrows going up. Um, <laughs> actually, when I say I haven't played Minecraft, that's technically not true because I I played a game not too long ago called The Stanley Parable. Um, oh yes, <clears throat> yes, that has a has a bit of Minecraft actually in it. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, which was the trippiest thing 
ever. And it also has a bit of portal as well. So I, I, I yes, it does. Yeah, it is a very it is a very funny game. It's a great game. I really really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So technically, I have played Minecraft. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> very technical. Well, uh, uh, the Stanley thought- Stanley Parable was played by uh, the good old Michael Davidson on Twitch, and that's how I know. Ah. I haven't played it. I watched him play it. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, fully. You should do it. I think I, I think I may have said rec- like recommended it to you uh, after I played it a while ago. But yeah, you should. Def- you would really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. But well, first- I've already watched the playthrough of it, so I don't know whether it's <laughs> if there's any point of it. Well, okay, well the you, ball's in then- your court. Yeah, because then you can play... But first you have to play Friday the 13th. <laughs> no. <laughs> Meme. Not <laughs> happening. Well, Fulia, you know how you've seen the Halloween franchise before no, the Friday the 13th franchise? No, I haven't. Do not believe what these people say. I don't watch horror films. I think it is only fair that you do play the Friday the 13th game before no. any Halloween-related paraphernalia. Just, just putting it out there. No. Do you want to play the board game instead? Shut my birth- up! My birthday's in December. I will send it to you, but I will not play. <laughs> are you going to look at the box? <laughs> or are you just I'm go- going to buy it. I'm going to buy it online without having to look at that image for too long. Are you going to gift wrap it for me? I will get it gift wrapped <laughs> with, with blood red bows. <laughs> Bloody bows. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, I I had a week. <laughs> yes, Kendall. Tell us about the rest of your week. <laughs> the rest of my week. I haven't even told you anything about my week yet. <laughs> What's this rest of the week nonsense? I didn't even tell you about the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. That's fine. Look, I won't I won't I won't be too long because I didn't really have much of an eventful week. Um, my, my life just now consists of going to work, coming home, watching Stargate, going to bed, (laughs) rinse and repeat every day. Uh, that's my life now, (laughs) which is not, not a terrible way to live. Um, yeah, things were interesting for me this week because, um, we've officially closed for the first time ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So... It was quite surreal um, when, you know, the news came through on Monday afternoon. We actually, a lot of us uh, stopped working. Um, A lot of us left the floor, went out the back and watched Daniel Andrews announce everything live. Um, Wow. Yeah. And I was standing there looking around at everybody and thinking to myself, like, this is a, we're living in a historic moment right now. This is really... It was really surreal um, I, to see everyone kind of come to a standstill, you know. It was just, mm. yeah, it was very, yeah, it didn't, not not, not fun. But, um, but yeah, because, like, like, most of us were confident we were going to stay open because, you know, obviously we sell things that people need, which is why we haven't even shut during this pandemic. Um, but, you know, I think I, maybe I was just telling myself that just to make it, because we, we had no idea what that meant. Um, for us, you know, um, so once it was confirmed that we were going to be shutting, it was just, it was chaos. It was chaos. Nobody had any idea what was going on and we didn't find out until pretty much first on the first day of, uh, being shut with no customers in. And, 
but the, the good news is that, you know, I still have work because luckily I'm a permanent full-time employee. So um, mm. they're, they're, what they're doing is basically turning all our stores into warehouses for the next six weeks and we're going to be dispatching online orders and doing click and collects. So, oh, so you're going into the shop, Kendall? Yes, I'm still, still, yeah, okay. work, working so you- in, in the store. So you so uh, and you're happy with that because you're like, well, I get to still go to work, still be productive, but then it's still a safe environment for me because I'm not interacting with as many people. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 definitely a better scenario than it was before beforehand. Um, yeah. You know, because as you know, obviously we're all we're all wearing masks, we're all uh, washing hands regularly, temperatures are being checked every time someone comes in to start their shift and. Um, and, the, and keeping our distance, and they're trying to be even more strict. I thought I thought things wouldn't change too much in terms because like of that, because we've always been pretty good with our distancing and stuff anyway. But you know, there, obviously there are there are narrow pathways at work. There are narrow the counter is narrow itself, obviously. Um, so it's just it's navigating certain spaces is impossible to do and keep yeah. your dis- and keep your distance but um now the because there is the th- the threat of um random checks by the government and the police to make sure we're doing the right thing so everyone everyone on Thursday was on edge like I'd never seen <laughs> yeah. uh, especially management so which was understandable but yeah it was it was a rough day and I I came in uh you know a few hours after They've been open, um, and uh, yeah, apparently some people over the phone weren't too pleased about us being closed. Um, oh, yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been kind of interesting taking calls, talking to people. I mean, most of the people I've talked to so far over the phone have been very polite and understanding, which has been great um, and l- lucky. But the the stories I've heard from other people about you know names being thrown around and cussing and swearing and um yeah and just just the general amount of people that don't seem to get why we're closed that we're closing Mm. like why this is happening and why aren't you open and you know and people are calling up just just people calling up just to ask you know and i'm like but do you do you watch the news do you read things mm. like i don't know it's and you just, just turn around and go look people this is why we can't have nice things yeah mm. you know well, yeah 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 i mean yeah some of them really made me question i'm like well maybe it's these people i'm speaking to that may be responsible for yeah. part, how did you make it to the... adulthood yeah <laughs> well i wasn't gonna say yeah. that do you, know, but... you, you, you do meet some people and you go how on earth have you made it this far yeah, like it's, it it just it challenges the whole survival yeah. of the fittest thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even angry. I'm just impressed. Yeah, <laughs> impressed, intrigued, annoyed. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's so it's I don't know, it's been it's been weird, but then it's also been kind of good because you know we're all there and we're still we still have jobs. We're very lucky. Unfortunately, you know, not all of our staff are going to be having work over the next few weeks because, um, you know, all the non-permanent staff will not be working unless they are called upon, um, yeah. which is sad. But, um, yeah, there's not, uh, nothing we can do about it, and you know, unless things return to normal sooner rather than later, and I can't see that happening. 
anytime soon. Um, but yeah, and it's 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 okay. I mean, you know, we we get to kind of chill in between things, like take you know, take a moment to kind of just you know hang out or whatever and um, um, relax. And I'm allowed to listen to music while I work now, like personally on my phone like that's kind of cool listen to podcasts yeah. while, while i'm pick, mm. picking orders and pu- putting stock out because you know no customers around so yeah yeah it's weird it's it's nice but it's weird um and especially seeing the set the shopping center where i work so empty as well except mm. except for coles which yeah. is just packed with people um yeah so it's been it's been a really interesting week uh a really trying surreal week but it's um i think it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay um, absolutely hey look if, yeah. if donald trump can survive his interview with jonathan swan anything is possible. <laughs> oh my god i know i know this is not meant to be a political podcast but can we please talk about that <laughs> no i don't need to hear it i haven't even watched it neither have i i've got no context so i mean yeah. yep, neither do i all you need to know, it was the greatest train wreck in the history of journalism. <laughs> oh, I can already, like, I, I, I can imagine so. Like, I'm not, I'm not doubting that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As, as everyone points out, it took an Aussie to actually, like, actually question the president of the, of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know, and do you know who, 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 um, you know, you know his dad. Yeah, he's um like up there in the medical field, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's sort of um helping us out through this COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Oh gosh. Yes, it's a worth it's a worthwhile uh, interview, even if you're not into politics. It's entertaining. It's incredibly entertaining. <laughs> Have a shot every time Jonathan Swan like scrunches up his face or winces at something that Trump says. Um, <laughs> you'll 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 be you'll be drunk within five minutes. And wow. um, I was watching I was watching this interview because it was trending on uh, number one on YouTube. It was trending on Twitter, and memes were already popping up uh, based on Jonathan Swan. And so I was. Um, on Wednesday, actually, coming home from work, I was on the train and I was watching this interview on the train and the point where um, where Trump says about, like, t- co- uh, testing too much pe- too many people for COVID is a bad thing um, and that, you know, Jonathan should read the manuals and read the books and, um, and Swan's just like, manuals? Books? What books? Um, I actually just burst out laughing on the train just forgetting <laughs> that I was in a public space. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight for me, followed by Trump pointing to his charts and graphs. <laughs> Here's what oh I prepared g- earlier. Oh my god! Now, now all I need is like, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen that that weird like meme video thing of um, Chad Kroger from Nickelback saying, "Look at this graph." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, I just I- need Donald Trump's face superimposed over his. Okay. <laughs> we Spe- have a winner. Speak- speaking of um, Nickelback, that uh, I I can't remember his name, unfortunately, because that's bad. Uh, the the um the 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 medical guy that is with uh, Daniel Andrews's mm. um, press conferences. Uh, it sort of made made the rounds of um, uh, people were saying that. Uh, 
oh, he's sort of stepped back. He's re- he's retired. Mm. And uh, <laughs> oh, I can't. Uh, never mind. I can't remember the actual story. Yeah, but it was a, it was a tweet where um, someone had referenced something about Nickelback, and he's just kind of responded um, defensively about Nickelback. I think it was. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so COVID's still keeping us entertained in in, in certain ways, I suppose. It's yeah. providing material. It's providing material. We'll 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 always find a way to laugh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely been the one saving grace of this pandemic is the memes. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Have to laugh or you'll cry, so you might as well laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Uh, speaking of laughing and crying, shall we get into the week that was in the nerdy news? Let's yeah. do it. Yes. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right, it's nerdy news time, and we are going to jump right in with some Marvel news, of course. Shut up, Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Let me have this. Okay, so uh, we... <laughs> yeah, let me talk politics for a few minutes. Fine, you can have this. Thank you. <laughs> Damn fucking straight. Okay, so... <laughs> Bit rude. Mm. Okay, we you have... get used to it, Mike. You get used to it. <laughs> Okay, silence. Okay, so Captain Marvel fans should be excited because we have a director now for the upcoming sequel that was previously greenlit by Marvel Studios. Uh, Nia DaCosta will be helming the upcoming sequel that sees Brie Larson returning, of course, to play Carol Danvers once again. Uh, For those who don't recognize the name, she is the co-writer slash director of the upcoming Candyman reboot. Um, And yeah, so that's really, really awesome news. Uh, A female director to helm a female-led superhero film. I'm all about that. Cannot wait to see what she does. Um, In Disney news now... This this is very interesting, and, and I'm not going to say too much because we're going to save the rest for later, but Mulan has been announced to be premiering on Disney+. Plus. It is going to be on Disney+. Plus. It is uh, releasing in cinemas in certain countries, um, but not everywhere is my understanding. Um, so it will be on Disney+. Plus. If you're in the U.S., uh, you will need to be paying an extra twenty nine ninety nine US dollars to watch uh, watch Mulan. I almost said Captain Marvel. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and in Australia, here that translates to uh, forty two Australian dollars. So this will be available on the fourth of September. So not too long now to wait for us to finally see Mulan. Um, and you will get, I think the understanding is once you pay for the film once, you get to keep it as long as you remain subscribed to the streaming service. So, 
Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, speaking of Disney, we have some casting news for the upcoming live-action Pinocchio film that uh, is now going to be directed by Robert Zemeckis, which is pretty exciting. One of the best directors in Hollywood still working today. And Tom Hanks, a frequent collaborator of his, will be playing Geppetto, it seems. Um, he was approached a couple of years ago um, before Zemeckis joined the project to play Geppetto. Um, but now it looks like it's official that Robert Zemeckis is on board as, as director. Tom Hanks is more than happy to return to work with his uh, longtime friend and collaborator. So that's very exciting stuff. In movie news now, uh, John Wick fans should get very excited. There's going to be a fifth film. Uh, number four hasn't even shot yet, and there is going to be a number five. Uh, the really cool thing about this, though, is that it's going to be shooting back to back with number four. So um, next year, after Keanu is finished work on the upcoming Matrix 4, he's going straight into production on John Wick 4 and then John Wick 5. Uh, John Wick 4 is coming out in May 2022. There is no release date yet for number five. So stay tuned for that. Um, this is our, pro uh, I guess our first in the long list of reboots in the news this week. So strap in, uh, Knight Rider is making a return, but this time on the big screen. Um, I don't believe it's ever had a big screen adaptation. So this is pretty cool. Uh, Australia's own James Wan is producing an upcoming reboot of the Knight Rider franchise. Um, and yeah, it looks like it's going to be set, uh, during contemporary times and we'll have the very similar themes to the original series. No more news on it than that. So yeah, that's going to be cool. Hopefully, uh, the Hoff will make a cameo appearance. I would love to see that. Um, this came out of nowhere. And I am excited on some level for this. Dirty Dancing fans, hello, you're getting a sequel, or a threequel, I should say, if we want to count the Havana Nights movie that came out like 10, 15 years ago, but I don't know if we want to count that. Um, Jennifer Grey herself, Baby herself, is returning to star in the upcoming sequel to the original Dirty Dancing film, uh, and she's going to produce it. Uh, so, yeah, they haven't really said, again, much more than that, but it's in the works, it's happening, stay tuned. <clears throat> Speaking of sequels, Who's the Boss uh, leads our TV news this week. Uh, the long-running 80s uh, sitcom is coming back as a sequel series. Uh, both uh, two of its biggest stars, Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano, are returning to reprise their roles of Tony and Samantha. It's very exciting fan, uh, for fans of that original show, um, and it's going to be a sequel that will take place 30 years after the, after the events of the original series. Um, so Samantha is now a single mum living in the house that the original show was set in, so that's pretty cool. Um, so the new comedy will ex will be exploring generational differences as well as opposing worldviews and parenting styles within the dynamic of a modern family in 2020, or maybe 2021, I suppose, by the time it actually comes out. Um, original cast members Judith Light and Danny Pintoro, who played Angela and Jonathan respectively, um, are, uh, have come out in support of the new series, but there are no, uh, no words yet as to whether or not they will be reprising their roles. They are hoping to be included in some kind of creative way, it seems. So, 
uh, that will be really exciting to see. I hope it's a success. Um, this this is interesting. Animation fans should get excited about this, hopefully. Ren and Stimpy's coming back. Uh, a reboot is in the works at Comedy Central, not at Nickelodeon. Um, and it's going to be a reimagining of uh, the 90s show. So who knows what that's going to look like. Uh, a completely new team of people are behind this reboot. No one from the original series as of yet has been announced to be involved with this reboot. So, uh, yeah, some new new fresh ideas, fresh faces should bring some some awesome episodes, hopefully. We, we will see. Uh, this is probably the thing I'm most excited about in all of the news today. Uh, Amazon has ordered a full series of A League of Their Own... I am very happy to announce this um, because it's based off one of my favorite movies of all time, um, also called A League of Their Own, directed by the late, <laughs> the late, the late great Penny Marshall. Um, and yeah, it's an amazing film. But this this series is uh, it's not going to be a remake of that. It's basically got a, a completely new cast of characters that we haven't seen before, we haven't met before, telling new stories from the same generation of women who, uh, you know, made women in baseball what they were then and, you know, what they are today. So that's very, very exciting. It's going to be set, obviously, uh, back in the 1940s during the wartime. So I cannot wait to watch that. Uh, and lastly, in the, the nerdy news, I am so curious to find out how everybody thinks about this uh eurovision's going to america uh in something they're calling the american song contest um it's going to be basically a eurovision version like an sorry an american version of eurovision where all 50 states have uh acts and artists that representing each state respectively and compete in the style of eurovision with all the different rounds and the semi-finals and the quarterfinals and all of that stuff just done exactly the same way. The difference is I'm just wondering how exactly that's going to look in terms of the staging, the the spectacle of the whole thing, because, you know, one of as a newcomer to Eurovision, I can't really speak to it too much, but my grasp on it seems to be that the, you know, the whole thing is all about the spectacle, all about the the, sh- the, the crazy, wacky, zany performances and the incredible talents as well that are on, on, on display. Um, and, you know, for me, for them doing it in an American style just kind of makes me go, well, isn't that American Idol or isn't that The Voice? Mm. Isn't, isn't that X Factor? Like, they have all those shows that do that already. Like, I, I find it very bizarre, but that's okay. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. Uh, that is the nerdy news, guys, for this week. Um, Fulia, do you have anything you want to touch on? Um, <clears throat> so the American Song Contest is pretty much the sister show to the Eurovision Song Contest, which is what they've written. Um, look, I don't know how it's going to pan out, like... The, the fact that Eurovision is all about the way that they perform, the way that the stage is set up, the lighting, it's, it's going to be interesting how they try to do the same thing over there. Um, the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about is the fact that 
all the songs are going to be in English, um, where Eurovision has that diversity of, you know, being able to sing in their native languages. Yeah. And I don't know how much of a difference that's going to be for the American Song Contest because that to me just seems like another regular song contest um, yeah. for America rather yeah. than something as big as Eurovision. So I'm a little bit uh, unsure about that one. <laughs> yep. Um, as for the rest of the news, I suppose we'll be talking about Mulan later on. Uh, I'm not happy about the fact that we have to pay for it, but it is understandable. Um, excited to have Tom Hanks join in on the live action of Pinocchio. Um, I reckon his his voice would be really awesome for Geppetto. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I have to talk about. How about you, Wayne? Yeah, well, um, just going off on the casting in Pinocchio. Look, I watch Tom Hanks in anything. Yeah. Because he mm-hmm. is amazing. But, yeah. you know, li- live action versions of Pinocchio have been very... Um, I was going to say hit and miss, but none have really hit the mark. I think there was one with um, Jonathan Tyler Thomas at one stage, which was probably the better of okay. the ones made before. But um, the one with Roberto Benigni was a box office failure. The, uh... one with Drew, the one with Drew Carey was made for TV and I think just got absolutely savaged. Um but in saying that, like how you, you said, um, Kendall, you know, Zemeckis is behind the camera. Tom Hanks is, is going to be involved. So, look, if any live-action version of Pinocchio um, will work, it surely it'll be this one. <laughs> you know, like the, this is the one you'd put your money behind. Um, yeah. So, really, I'm, I'm on paper, I'm not interested in this whatsoever. However, Zemeckis, Hanks... I'm interested now. Um, yeah. yeah, like that'll that that's just at least made me curious to check it out. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fine film, and I'm sure th- they'll they'll do quite quite a good job with it. Um, yes. Yeah, it, it'd be surprising if it was if it tanked. To be honest, um, with with the talent already involved, I think they'll put a nice little spin on it. Um, okay. Yeah. In terms of um, some of the some of the reboots, I suppose, or, or um, re-envisionings. Uh, um, I am going to be a little bit cynical about Ren and Stimpy, and I don't think it'll be any good. <laughs> not not having, <laughs> not, like, not having any of the original team behind it. Um, the Because, obviously, a new team will try to, re- you know, uh, will do something different with it, which, look, they should. But I do wonder... Um, if they can capture the essence of it. Look, in saying that, sometimes if you're a big enough fan, you can make it work. We've seen that with uh, Cobra Kai. That's made by fans of Karate Kid, like huge fans. Mm -hmm. So if the people behind Ren and Stimpy are at that level of uh, of fandom, then there shouldn't be any problems here. But I'm, I'm very iffy about this one. This one didn't excite me at all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, um, I like the sound of A League of Their Own as a series. Um, mm. I think a, as a limited series, and I like that they're not remaking the movie. Um, mm. I like I like that it's going to be its own thing, 
set in the same same period. It'd be great if it actually followed one of the other female um, baseball teams. That way it can exist yeah. in the same sort of universe, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can still acknowledge the the film. The film is still relevant and everything that happens in the film and the characters there are still alive and, and active in this series. Uh, but we're just seeing this world from a different perspective. Like that would really interest me. I yeah. Think. Um, yeah. That way you're not offending fans of the movie. And the movie has a lot of fans and so it should because it is a fantastic mm. film. Yeah. Um, by far one of Penny Marshall's best, by far one of the best sports movies ever made. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it is on the, it's on the top of so many lists, <laughs> however you want to categorize yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, you'll find a league of their own in, in the top 10 of those easily. It is that damn yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I hope that the series can um, be its own thing and just work off the template of that film. But I'm, I'm looking forward to a league of their own actually as a series. Um, I'm interested to see what they will do with it. And being on Amazon, it should have a nice budget so they can actually, you know, make it, you know, make, make it look quite polished and authentic, I think. Yeah. Would be great. Yeah. Um, I have zero interest whatsoever in the Dirty Dancing sequel. Um, oh. Yeah. No interest whatsoever. Uh, obviously, Swayze is not going to be in it. I, yeah. um, I, I really like the, uh, the, the movie. Um, that Swayze and Grey were in. I think it's really good. I don't um, put it up there as one of the greatest movies ever made or anything like that, but mm. I see its value and I do find it really engaging and entertaining. I do. I really like it. Yeah. Um, I like the characters. It's quite a dark storyline, um, but I, but it's but it's really good. Haven't bothered with the um, the other Dirty Dancing movie. Um, do not care about this one whatsoever. Uh, to be perfectly honest, mm, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does nothing uh, for me. Um, the American Song Contest. This one is going to be interesting because at first when I heard "Oh, America" and Eurovision, I started to feel very defensive because you know <laughs> some of us on this podcast are really protective of Eurovision. Yep. Um, and then I had to remember why in Australia isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Calm your farm. <laughs> um, and then, yes, when I read that it's going to be uh, its own thing, I actually, I think it sounds cool. Like, I actually think it sounds a lot of fun that we're going to have one state host it. It's going to be 50 states against each other, um, going through these different rounds to the finalists. Um, I also thought immediately, well, they've got American Idol, but this is a bit more competitive it's it's almost like the miss america or miss you know whatever um but with 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 singing now yeah uh, i i do question as well like how you were hinting at there kendall about you know uh, eurovision is known for um it being a little bit outrageous and quirky and things like that we know that uh, america generally uh, and i'm being very uh very stereotypical i suppose probably sways more on the conservative side I suppose, um, you know, like they wouldn't know what to do with a wind machine, but, uh, <laughs> but, but in saying that, look, um, uh, one thing about Americans is they know how to put on a show, you yeah. know, they really do. So I no, I'm, you know, what was I'm not like, you know, you know, uh, drawing up a countdown board for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 
we'll watch it with great interest. I think. I, I think it has the potential uh, to be a lot of fun, um, and hopefully, absolutely tacky and. Who knows, maybe a few number one hits that we'll be singing along to ourselves. Uh, so I, I'm optimistic about the American Song Contest. I, yeah, again, should, should be, should, I think there has potential to be fun. Um, and I'm still waiting for um, the uh, Asia-Pacific version of, uh, of Eurovision, hmm. uh, where, where Asia and Australia and uh, I suppose New Zealand as well will compete against one another. That's what I'm that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> that's been mm. like rumored discussed and in the works for a long time, but yeah, hopefully that'll be a thing. Um Michael, any highlights for you this week? Uh yeah, Tom Hanks as uh Geppetto. That that's always good to get uh, a well-named person to play a character that's only in uh one third of the movie. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's, it's economical. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it sort of reminds me of Kevin Klein playing Bell's father. He was probably yeah. the only good thing in that movie. Um, well, you know, shots fired. <laughs> um, at least he can sing. Um, John Wick Five. Well, I, I need to start watching John Wick. <laughs> Uh, to catch up, shooting back to back with four, it sounds a bit like um, sounds interesting. It's always good, as long as as long as Keanu Reeves can grow back his beard in time. <laughs> he needs to grow his beard back. Could we yes. leave Keanu Reeves alone, please? <laughs> no, no, I won't. He's my wife's husband, and I'm allowed to mock him if I want. <laughs> well, one of, one of her husbands. Yeah. Yes. Not including me. Um, <laughs> Night Rider. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Um, and when you said uh, in "Who's the Boss" is a sequel, it sounded a bit like the um, the Fuller House. Thing. Mm. Yeah, I think I watched the first season of that. And it's like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's like a, it's like that sitcom that you don't do anymore. <laughs> okay, Be- because it, no, okay, um, uh, probably Ren and Stimpy is my most is my favorite in a lot because uh. Even if they reboot it and it look it doesn't look the same, whatevs. Um, I think if uh, if fans are do uh, are doing it, I think it's going to be great because dare say that Red and Stimpy has actually um, changed the way that ch- uh, quote unquote kids cartoons um, act like. I mean, mm. if it went for Red and Stimpy, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have SpongeBob. Yeah, and that sort of. That sort of humor, just out there humor, and as long as they get Billy West to do Ren and Stimpy, I'll be happy. Because, <laughs> because come on, you need you need you need originals for that. I mean, they get they get the original casters for the Animaniacs that should be coming out soon. Yeah, okay. and that that would be awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, because I think Comedy Central sort of got. Uh, it's sort of rebooting a lot of uh, old 90s 
old 90s stuff. I think they're doing Beavis and Butthead as well. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. talking to Mike Judge and that. I think there's another one as well, but I can't remember. I think maybe Daria. I'm not sure. Well, they um, are doing the yeah Dar- the Daria like spin-off series with um I ke- oh I always forget her her goddamn name but um yeah that was announced yeah like, her. A, a year <laughs> or, yeah her uh, a year yeah, or so yeah. ago so yeah um, I would be interested like like watching those because I used to watch them as, as uh, a, a young adult thirteen that's a young adult I don't know <laughs> um yeah it's sort of I mean, if if they're allowed to reboot He Man and tra- and Transformers like so many times, they're allowed they're allowed to do this. It, it's just proof is in the pudding. You just hey. gotta watch it to to believe it. Mike, it's like mm-hmm. I said. It's like I said at the top of the show. You get a reboot. You get a reboot. You get a reboot. Everybody gets a reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tie in. <laughs> it all comes back full circle. I've got a couple of thoughts on the American Song Contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Fulia, when you said it's like the sister um, show, it it's sort of it's I don't know why, but it sort of reminded me of the Special Olympics. Oh, okay, like the Paralympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like ah uh, yeah, it's interesting. And I suppose I suppose. You know, America getting their own Eurovision. It's ba- yeah, it's. I mean, they've got a, a baseball, a baseball tournament called the World Series, and only Amer- and only North America plays it. How is it the World Series if it's just North America? It doesn't make sense. Because America is the world. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, feed the world, and America took it at it at its word. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now they're fat. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And after watching uh, Eurovision, the uh, Netflix show, I thought, yeah, okay. I like but, that movie. I know. I will defend uh, that movie. <laughs> but the people, but the people who um, are avid watchers of Eurovision don't. Don't. So um, I might side with them. Although That's you fine. know what, though, That's fine. looking looking at um. I was when after we did our our review, I noticed that I had quite a few uh, family and friends who watched that Eurovision movie. Fulia, mm. you and I are so in the minority <laughs> <laughs> that we may actually need to revisit this movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh wow! So so are you saying my peer pressure is wrong? I should like this movie. <laughs> you should do whatever you do, my dear. <laughs> hey hey hey. I'm fluid. I go with the flow. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mike. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's all right. I was just going to say, Kendall, are you fluid? Am I? <laughs> am I fluid? <laughs> are, are you fluid? I no. I am. I'm solid matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm grey matter. So. You're grey. Okay, with that, I think it's time to wrap up the nerdy news and roll on up to the trailer park. Yeah. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right, trailer park time. Trailer park 
time. Uh, three trailers as per usual. And we've got two Netflix trailers to kick things off. Starting with um, my favourite trailer of the three uh, for the upcoming series, Ratched. Oh my god. Okay, so full disclosure, I've never seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I really want to watch it, and I especially want to watch it now. So I really hope they put it on Netflix so I can <laughs> watch it. Because I know that's where Nurse Ratched comes from. Um, so, I, yeah, maybe I should read the book, because I'm pretty sure it's based on a book, isn't it? The movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. I thought so. Maybe I should read the book as well. Just go the whole nine yards. Um, yeah, I, I loved everything about this trailer. It was such a stylish trailer, aesthetically gorgeous the colors were, were so nice the, the the way it was shot and everything i i really really loved um i mean you know that that kind of comes down maybe to my love of ryan murphy who is the creator of this show um and also for its lead star sarah paulson who is playing the titular nurse in question um giving a great performance as we can see i think from the these just these two minutes of footage um yeah it's a great it's a great trailer too it like it doesn't give away like a, a lot about what the plot of the the show is except to you know say it's you know the or, it's the origin of Nurse Ratched her getting I'm guessing to the hospital where one flew over took uh takes place um but yeah until I see that movie I don't really have uh a grasp on that I'm just guessing but um it just looks awesome I'm yeah I'm definitely on board creepy unsettling um i just i love all of these power plays ratchet is doing just from the certain things she says the way she carries herself and all of that it's just it's got me very drawn in and very intrigued uh, i cannot wait to check this out uh fulia what did you yes. think um I love the outfits in that film, in that yeah. trailer. Like, holy crap, that just blew me away. The costumes were amazing. Um, <laughs> that's the only positive I saw, really, because <laughs> it, it was a very intense, it's a very intense-looking series to me. Um, and there's a, <laughs> there's a bit too much gore in there for me to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I definitely watched this. No, I'm not going to watch it. Um <laughs> <laughs> it does look interesting though I have to admit the the whole plot of this um story does um seem very interesting um I've never I've never read or seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest so I have no idea about these characters um but yeah probably not something I would watch but interesting nonetheless <laughs> how about you Wayne <laughs> Well, fully, I'm surprised that this uh, trailer didn't appeal to you because Halloween 2 was set in a hospital. Um, <laughs> but it um, didn't look like that you've made the connection there or, um, or or really want to rival your love for Halloween 2. Which, which, Just which, get which to your good. own review, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me. Ooh, but I do. I really, really do. <laughs> I'm not judging. That's fine. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, okay. So, look, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is 
by far one of the greatest movies I have ever seen. And um, it is uh, easily one of Jack Nicholson's best movies as well. Um, And that says a lot because he is in a lot of great films. Hello, The Shining. Yeah. Um, Now, I'm in two minds about this, uh, this show based on its trailer. For one, this trailer is absolutely phenomenal. It is... I think it does what the best trailers do. It shows you a lot, but does not tell you a lot. Um, It is aesthetically beautiful. And we've got a protagonist here, again, just by what we're shown, uh, I think played perfectly. So why am I in two minds about it? Um, I'm not going to go too much into the character um, of Ratchet from the movie, because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, because... Thank you. Uh, it's a movie that it's a movie that needs to be seen. Just if you if you love cinema, um, it's 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 you know it's always on the list of a hundred movies you have to see and rah rah. Um, it deserves to be on lists like that, and there's a reason. But it's such a great film. But one thing I will tell you about Nurse Mildred Ratched is that yes, she is a villain in the Cuckoo's Nest narrative. However. She does not think she is a villain. Everything yeah. she does... That um, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and that that is why she is so scary. Because everything she does is out of this, you know, good intention. This well, well <laughs> intention of helping people. Um, again, without spoiling anything, um, we have a the way that, that Ratched is portrayed in the film... And the way that Ratchet is portrayed in this series are coming from two different perspectives. Even if here in the series, everything she does, she thinks she's she's doing for the right reason. The manner she goes about it is in a very forceful and aggressive way, which is quite different. It's almost like a psychotic way. And um, uh, Ratchet isn't like that in the film. And again, that's what makes her terrifying. Um, so... If I just put One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest aside and look at this series, I'm really intrigued by it and I'm intrigued by this interpretation to it. But I feel like if you go into it thinking, ooh, this is a prequel and, um, you know, like that it will flow beautifully to the film, I think that that's going to be a massive misfire and misstep and will disappoint anybody watching it. Um, So taking the series as itself... I think it looks quite interesting. I think it looks quite intense. Um, it is aesthetically beautiful, and I feel like there's going to be some really strong performances. Um, it's it's kind of like a real-life horror story, I think. So I think it looks really well made. Um, and, um, and despite my huge affinity for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, I am looking forward to watching Ratched. How about you, Mike? Uh, definitely. Um, I'm in the same same boat that I re- I really do enjoy one who flew over the cuckoo's nest, um, because you know Jack Nicholson mm. being <laughs> his quintessential movie, and he's I I don't I hate I hate the word typecast. Yeah. But you can de- you can definitely see it's like oh this is a reason why he plays the Joker. This is the reason <laughs> why he play he plays Jack Torrance. He you know. Yeah. And um. I think I don't know, but it's one. It, this is one of my predictions here. But 
I think um, this may follow the book a bit more than the actual movie because mm. because I'm trying to remember. It's it's been a long time since I've watched it, but I think, but I sort of I I don't know. It's sort of a different ratchet than that I've that that I knew uh, watching the film because as you say as you say Wayne um, she. She um, definitely hides whatever she has, and yeah, she mm-hmm. she doesn't think she she thinks she's help. She, I don't, I don't want to say she thinks she helps because she is a nurse mm. of a psychiatric psychiatric ward, and uh, being the son son of a nurse, I know how it sort of feels uh, mm. when you've got a, a character like Jack Nicholson just <laughs> just being there because he. I don't want to spoil it either. He, it's questionable why Jack, uh, why um, uh, Jack Nicholson's character is there, there or not. Mm. But but um, it's definitely hard because I am intrigued, but I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to hold my breath if it's if um, it's worth my while or not. Because mm. sometimes 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 deep dives in in uh, character in sort of borderline sinister characters is sort of yeah sort of a misfire it's it's either really good and being um ambiguous but also it's it's a lot of fun if you if you see into like uh, if you delve into a character study yeah i think Especially it's like that yeah i think it's definitely mm. one that you can either accept or not, if that makes sense. Like, you can accept yeah, yeah. it as sort of in canon with this universe. I know it is only one movie, but, you know, you can accept it. Yeah, yeah. Or you can say, okay, look, that's an alternative take. Um, so I think that's why I'm, like, was myself in two minds, but will still actually watch this with um, with quite a lot of interest. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm sort of the same. It's yeah. sort of got me thinking, is like, maybe I need to re- read the book first. Yeah, well, I mean, the and even the book itself takes a bit of a different approach to the film adaptation. Um, oh, they but, usually do. Yeah. yeah, well, because you know how the we see the film through, um, you know, Jack's eyes, because I've yeah. totally forgotten his character's name now. <laughs> but yeah. we, we see it through Jack Nicholson's eyes. Um, whereas, Sa- same. That's why I've been saying Jack Nicholson's character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas, um, uh, you know, the, the novel takes the view from the cheap size. Mm. Um, and now this series is the perspective of Ratchet. Um, so that that's quite interesting. Um, so Kendall, for example, um, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm not sure if you already knew this, but um, in The Simpsons, the Michael Jackson episode has a lot of references to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, um, that doesn't surprise me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, there's a character specifically, uh, some of the characters there are from the film um so so yeah nice but, but that's okay yeah we might have to sit down and watch cuckoo's nest together perhaps one day and podcast i it. would love that yes <laughs> yes i'd love that and also you Ful- fulia i mean it's not it, it's not gory or anything it's just bizarre yeah yeah it, it's true like it's yeah it's it's not a gory movie whatsoever um it, it's intense at times um but yeah but it's yeah, just incredible. I'm going to stop talking because I'll just keep talking about how great the film is. <laughs> we should be talking about this trailer, but yeah, yeah. So, Mike, are you, yeah. you're going to you're going to watch. So, uh, Kendall and I are going to watch the show. Fully essential pass. Are you going to watch Ratchet? 
Yes, I'll definitely watch it. And Kendall, when are, when am I going to watch it? When are you going to watch it? Well, it'll be available on Netflix on the 18th of September. Ooh, just over a month yes. away. Yes, yes. Something exciting to look forward to. Um, awesome. All right. The next trailer we have is for another Netflix property, this time a film, called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Now, when I saw this trailer pop up and I saw the title, I was like, okay, this is going to be a quirky, um, you know, maybe, you know, someone who's like, I'm, I'm going to end things and maybe I won't by the time the film is finished. Um, and, you know... And it's written. It's it's written directed by Charlie Kaufman, who wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So obviously, it's going to be a bit left of center. But I really had no idea how much <laughs> way fucking over there left of center it was going to be. Um, which is fine. I'm so intrigued by this trailer, by this film. I can't wait to watch it. I'm definitely watching this. Um, it's got a phenomenal cast. Uh, Jesse Buckley, uh, bloody uh, Tony Collette is representing Australia once again, so finally as she always does. Um, David Thulis and I. Why have I forgotten his name? I love him, and I've forgotten his name, and I had it, and I blanked. Uh, Obviously, help. you don't love him enough. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Jesse Plemons, Jesse Plemons, yes. Oh, yes. you love him. Okay. Yes, he's great. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so the cast is phenomenal. And I just, I love the 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 reality bendingness of this whole experience, this whole film. Like, it's just, I don't know what to expect. Like, I feel like this is a mo- one of those films that's going to be either incredible or batshit so batshit bonkers that it's just awful to watch um yeah i don't know it's gonna i don't i don't think it's gonna be one of those middle ground kind of films but i'm so intrigued and i just i I just want to know what's going on what the 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 scene because there's some kind of weird mystery clearly about uh what jesse buckley's character is experiencing as she's you know going to meet her boyfriend's parents for the first time and and they're a bit weird, and then they're 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 all dressed differently and acting differently, and there's all these different scenes and moments in time, and time doesn't seem to be linear in this story either, which is also very fascinating. Um, but yeah, I, and I I just really like the whole trailer just as well, the way it kind of the 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 nice sharp edits and cuts that really just help to reinforce the you know abstractness of this film was just really impressive. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Folia, what do you think? Um, I was very confused from this trailer <laughs> watching it through because of all the different time jumps and whatnot that were happening throughout the, uh, throughout the trailer. Um, it does look very strange, uh, and also creepy in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether this is the type of film that I would go out of my way to watch. Uh, I'm so confused even reading the even reading the description about the about the about the film itself i'm still confused about what it's supposed to be about um so yeah i don't know wayne (laughs) um i have no idea what is going on 
and I like it. Uh, I think <laughs> I love the quirkiness of this film. I love the title so much. Um, and the way the film starts out, okay, you know, I was like, okay, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, and it seems quite linear. And then, as you said, Kendall goes left field, and then some. So, uh, I can't really say a lot about this trailer because I'm like, what the hell was that? But I'm all for it. I, it intrigued me so much. It looks incredibly quirky. It has a wonderful cast. It has a gorgeous little feel about it. I feel like I'm going to go into, uh, be transported into this world where I'm going to be kept on my toes and be really intrigued. And there is no way known to mankind am I guessing where this thing is going. So I I am all for this. I, I yeah, I, I find it intriguing because, again, the, the, the trailer confused me, but it intrigued me at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to watching I'm Thinking of Ending Things, Michael. I cannot... I can't really add anything. Y'all give views. Everyone's give views. We're all give views. I'm serious. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm like watching it. I'm like, I thought I knew what this film was going to be about, but now I've got no idea. But again, I like it. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, we can speculate what what's going on but even that would be folly because even even thinking about it and it just falls apart mm. it's like it's uh, a valid response yeah <laughs> hey, hey Kendall yes when when are we when are we going to get confused <laughs> <laughs> well I hope you'll get confused with me Mike uh, on the 4th of 4th of September it'll be on Netflix so Ooh. Yes. I'll be there. I'll be there with my brain at the door. Great. So another <laughs> Great. Gr- another group quickie review coming soon. I like it. Oh, I would love. I, I would like love that. It but a lot. I don't know if Fully is on board for that. Of course she will be. <laughs> no. Fully. Okay. Hey, yes. I, I had to sit through Love Wedding Repeat. You're watching this. <laughs> it's not like I wanted to watch that either. <laughs> I just put the blame on you for that movie, so you have to watch this with us. Next- Hashtag blame Fulia. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's okay. got a ring to it. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll trend, um, but it <laughs> but it does have a ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yes, that was the second trailer, and now we're on to our last trailer uh, for an upcoming documentary uh, by the name of Robin's Wish. I don't know about you guys, but I was bawling by the time I was done watching this trailer, and I knew that was going to happen. Um, Aww. Yeah, I was a mess. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, Robin's Wish is a documentary made about the uh, basically the final months or days uh, leading up to uh, the death of Robin Williams. Um, and it's going to be revealing and taking a deeper look into um, the condition he was suffering with um, that led him to take his own life and um, what he was dealing with, what he was suffering uh, and what was going on around him, going on in his mind, everything. Um, and also probably will have a lot of, as the trailer showed, a lot of footage 
um, from, you know, happier times of him performing and, you know, from various films and TV shows and on stage and all of that, um, the glory years. And, yeah, I'm so I'm really looking forward to watching it because Robin Williams is easily probably my favourite actor of all time. Like, yeah, I think that's, yeah, he's definitely, if he's not my favourite, he's, like, top three. Um, and I was devastated when he passed away. Um, it still hurts, and it's been almost six years, which is just crazy. Um, but yeah, so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to watching this. It is going to be really, really hard to watch, of course, um, being that I uh, am such a fan. But it's really nice to know that, you know, this film has been made with the support of his widow, Susan. Um, and the support of, you know, his uh, colleagues and friends and, um, you know, all of all of that. So, you know, there's some good people featured in this film um, that helped to bring it to fruition as well. And it'll be nice, maybe some, maybe for some closure for, for fans to kind of understand what he was dealing with and, and why, you know, he made the choices he did and, um, and, you know, just just to really kind of, okay, go, okay, this is, this is what happened. And it, as awful as it is, you know, maybe he, he felt he had no option, um, in this situation. So, but yeah, that will be explored in depth. It was a really nice trailer, really well put together, um, very touching, very moving. And just, I'm, I'm really curious to hear the science behind, um, the condition. I think it was a form of dementia, that it turned out he he had. I don't think he knew he had it either. Uh, I'm not sure, but the documentary, of course, will explain um, exactly what what happened. So yeah, I love him so much. So it's just it's going to be really rough, a rough viewing experience. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Uh, Fulia, what did you think about Robin's Wish? Um, eh, I th- I'm definitely gonna watch this. Um, I've always been curious about what was happening during that particular time. Um, and uh, like you, I am a big, big fan of Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, he is an amazing, ama- he was an amazing actor. He was an amazing comedian. He was just a legend. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just want to know what was happening. Um, so I'm, I'm very curious about that aspect of his life. The fact that, you know, he, um, his widow wife, um, is also now able to talk about it, um, with everyone. It's, it's, it's definitely going to put, hopefully put the fans at ease about why this happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be, uh, hard not to cry. I think. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Yeah, to when when watching this, um, but yeah, definitely keen to see this Wayne. Yeah, I couldn't help but well up watching the trailer mm. alone. So I imagine um, box of tissues by my side as I watch uh, this film. It's definitely a must see for anyone who is a fan of yeah. Robin Williams. Um, his passing mm-hmm. was incredibly um, for us sudden and um, and sad, um, and I think yeah, just maybe. Um, finding a bit more about his last you know months or moments um will put things in perspective um uh, obviously to to do what he did there was well look i want to say there's an element of bravery to it because he was 
owning something that he just could not control and that was his decision to make and i think um if that helps put puts fans who um who have been you know so so uh, affected by his wonderful talents and careers if it has a type of healing and greater respect and appreciation for him and i think maybe just puts things at ease and just be like well you know what it's um you know he 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 he's in he's at, at peace and at rest and that's only a lovely thing um and i yeah. think it, this looks like a very tasteful and respectful um discussion and appreciation mm-hmm. of, of the man that was um it looks uh, it looks gut-wrenching but it looks like um like an absolutely heartfelt and um wonderfully told narrative i think yeah um yeah. not it won't be an easy watch but i think it is an essential watch Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Michael. Um, I think Kendall probably said it best for me. It's pre- It's definitely going to give me a bit of closure. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. It's okay. Um. Yeah. Hearing the news like 2015, it just it just sucked. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, it's probably the first sort of celebrity, um, sort of death that really affected me. That, um, it's like, it's like no matter how bad things were going, you you can always whack on something, uh, a person that you've, you've watched throughout your entire life. And now I can't. Mm. It was a long time. It, it was actually a long time since um, I could actually watch something from Robin Williams to and actually watch fully. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. I had to turn it off. Mm. Yeah, um, I can understand that. Like, um, it took yeah, it took me a while to actually watch Aladdin again. Yeah. Um I think what really I think I think Sammy put it on just for Zelda one time and then I had the realization it's like you know I can't really I can't not watch him. Mm. Cuz he's yeah, he, he affected my life and and still watching stuff like <laughs> I think I think I said said it like a, a while ago that it it was he was like the first um I watched one of his stand-ups and it was the first time I actually cried at at watching a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. doing his work. Hmm. And yeah. So it definitely would give me closure because I only know bits and pieces of, of why he passed, but I, I definitely yeah. want to hear it from from the voice uh, from the voices of the pe- people he was around, and yeah, and yeah. well, there's only one movie that I will definitely not watch because, and that's Bicentennial Man. Oh, I still haven't. I I haven't watched it. I I've still I've got it on DVD, and I've thought about watching it, but I I, I can't. I cannot. Watch I can't that. either. I can't. I don't think I'm ever going to watch that again. It's too hard. 
That's too like, odd. I used to, that was, yeah, it was, first time I watched that, I cried at the end. It's probably like the first time I actually caught myself crying at a movie. You know? Oh, wow. And after the passing, I cannot watch that ever again. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a kind of a bittersweet, happy ending to that film but I just remember as a kid and and even you know through to early adulthood before he passed away watching it you know every year or so because I really really enjoy it um and just crying my eyes at that ending because it's just like it's 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 bittersweet but it's very sad as well and it's uh yeah the fact that he's not here anymore it's kind of yeah, yeah it's it too, makes you, it's too it's close too, to the bone. It's too close to the bone. You're exactly right. It's too raw. It's it's still going to be raw. I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably watch it with Zelda when she's a lot older. So. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I can. Yeah, you and, you you don't have to you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. But it sucks because I love I love science fiction and it's it's the yeah. old it's it's the age old question is. Is AI alive or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can watch it. I can watch it like uh, with that mindset, but I can't. I just, yeah, I just can't. Yeah, no, I, <sighs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, are you? You're right, Mike. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're at, we're all having a group hug right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's hug. change it. Oof, yeah. All right. It, Let's yes. talk about let's talk, let's talk about Mr. Happy. Yes. Yes. Which uh, is, which is uh, Robin Williams' name for his penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I miss that man. Okay. Um, so, uh, for those in the US who uh, would like to watch Robin's Wish, it is available on demand on the 1st of September. Um, I'm not sure when uh, us down under will be able to watch it, but I imagine there will be a way uh, very soon to check it out. So keep an eye out if you are interested to check it out and just watch the trailer too because it's it's really, really good. Okay. All right. How are we doing, everyone? Are we we're we're okay? Yep. Let's let's well we'll lift lift the show up slightly with which might be an interesting discussion because now it's time for the moment, the segment, the part of the show we like to call Popcorn Culture Yeah <laughs> Peeking my mic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All I'm of glad the I'm not editing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I always have the volume down when I edit. <laughs> At least around popcorn yeah. culture time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just for that little segment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, as we may have teased earlier uh, when mentioning uh, Mulan debuting on Disney Plus for an additional fee that we're going to be talking about it later, well, this is what we're talking about for popcorn culture. Um, The question we are asking ourselves and all of you listening is um, should streamers charge extra for certain films? Um, So... For example, in this case with Mulan releasing on Disney Plus, um, they have said Disney have said that it is a one-time only thing. This is not a model going forward that they're going to be doing. 
um, at least for, you know, that's they, they don't want to do it, um, you know, because uh, the reason why it, it's it's going on Disney Plus and it's going this way with a fee is because, you know, they this movie was uh, had a very high budget and, you know, they were hoping to recoup, obviously, their, their spendings um, and make some profit off this, you know. Um, which is totally understandable, and Disney, like all all companies during COVID, have lost billions of dollars um, over you know the fact that the cinema landscape is uh, unrecognizable at the moment. Um, but yeah, they've made this decision to actually put it on Disney Plus, charge um, us here in Australia forty two dollars. Now I, I like the sound of thirty dollars better. When uh, when this first popped up in my newsfeed earlier in the week, but of course I didn't even click at the time. Well, that's probably the the US dollar, which means it's going to be a lot more for us down here. Um, but I'm I kind of I think I'm more for this than against it, and I can see why people would be against this situation because well obviously everyone's already paying for the service already like Disney are already getting our money or if Netflix did this they would already be getting our monthly subscription um but by the same token yeah that's already happening but you would be then going out of your house to go to the cinema to spend the equivalent dollar amount in the cinema watching the movie buying popcorn buying drink whatever um, and if you're like most people with Disney films, uh, you know, a lot of families go together to watch them and, you know, a family of four goes to the cinema, they're spending, you know, a hundred bucks on a night out going to the movies these days with how expensive tickets are and how expensive food is and all of that. So the fact that a lot of people are actually going to be able to save money off of this, uh, themselves especially if you're in a big family, uh, because it's, you know, per household, this is really good because then they're only going to spend $42 one time to have Mulan available on their subscription service to Disney Plus and they can, you know, watch it from the comfort of their home. Um, obviously, this takes away my favourite thing about going to the cinema, which is the experience of it all. Um, so I really don't hope this becomes a more permanent thing going forward. I'm still... Dying to see Black Widow on the big screen in November. Still, who knows if that's going to happen? But uh, I'm I'm confident it will, and I'm confident um, Marvel Studios will not allow Disney to put it straight to Disney Plus like this. But we'll see. We'll see. So yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that they've made this decision. I again, like I said, I can understand people's you know. Uh, negative attitudes towards this, especially because it also kind of looks like Disney are just trying to find ways to get as much money out of people as they can. Um, because, you know, I mean, I'm someone who doesn't live with a family, doesn't have, you know, a partner and kids and all of this stuff to like make this worth my while. I'm going to be on, on, when this comes out on Disney plus, I'm going to be paying $42 for just me to watch this one movie you know, in my PJs on my couch. Um, and I'm okay with that, but I know for a fact a lot of people are not going to be okay with that. So I'm really, really interested and kind of excited to see what the turnover Mulan will do. 
uh, worldwide, especially given the fiasco that happened when Universal put Trolls um, World Tour on demand as well as in cinemas at the start of the COVID pandemic, and they actually made a lot of money off of that and caused a lot of friction with, <laughs> uh, in the in the United States. Um, so yeah, I'm really really curious to see what this means for cinema and and for the movie going experience. But I yeah, I mean obviously once we're all safe and able to return to the theaters in a proper environment, then um, it's things are going to be fine and this will be a thing of the past most likely. But who knows? Who knows? Um, Fulia, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, please. Um, what, 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 where do you stand on this issue? Okay. Um, look, I understand that Disney need to make their money somehow back for the filming of Mulan. Um, it is a bit unfortunate that they have to do it through their own streaming service. Um, I'd understand if it was through like, you know, third party streaming services, like for instance, you know, here in Australia with, you know, Telstra plus to Telstra TV or, you know, Foxtel, you'll be able to, you have, you can pay like either by rental or, you know, permanently have it on the hard drive of your device, the, um, the films uh, separately. The, I'm just, the fact that we're already paying a monthly or a yearly subscription to the streaming service, I feel like adding an extra, and this is, can you, uh, can you please clarify is this rental or is this once you have it downloaded or once you've paid for it, it's there for you to watch in the future? It's a one-time fee. Okay. So then once you have it, it's there so you can watch in the future. Yes. As long as you don't get rid of Disney plus. Okay. All right. Yeah. That kind of makes it a little bit better because I've been hearing rumors that it was going to be a, a rental sort of a um, system. Um, that you would have it for like a week or so and then it'll be gone. I mean, let me let me look it up and confirm, but I'm fairly mm. certain I'm fairly certain it's a one-time fee. Yeah, I believe yeah. so too. Yeah, okay. It's still it's still a little annoying that we have to pay the amount of money that you would pay to go out and buy the DVD itself anyway. Um but in this instance it's a digital copy of it. Um, I agree in the fact that it is still going to cost the same to go to the cinema anyway. However, looking at $42 compared to what we actually spend when we go to the cinema for a film, um, especially if you go to like Hoyts or Village, um, they don't charge this much, but if you, that's, that's not, that's just for the ticket itself. I'm not, I'm not including any of the like candy bar items or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So this is 42 Australian dollars to me seems a bit much. Um, if it was, look, I reckon if it was like, I don't know, 20, 25 bucks, I may not have so much of a gripe about it, but the fact that it's going to cost more than that, it would like double that. I, there's a lot of people right now that are having a hard time paying for certain things because they've lost their jobs. Uh, I don't know how they're going to make their money back 
on this particular film when a lot of people aren't making as much money as they used to. I don't know. No, that's that's uh, a good point. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. That's just my thing. Like, like even me, like I'm currently not working. Uh, so even though I've still got a job technically, um, I'm, I'm at home cause I've got no work to go to. Um, so for me, this might be a little bit difficult to, to scrounge up the money for. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's, that's my, that's my opinion on, on that. How about you, Wayne? Um, yeah, the, <laughs> quite, quite, a, quite a few opinions on this one. Um, the the idea of paying $42 for a movie, uh, for a digital copy of a movie, is uh, one of the most astronomically ridiculous things I have ever heard. Um, yeah. It, for, uh, uh, in terms of a streaming service. Uh, as you've said, um, Kendall, we do tend to if we're you know going out to the movies and and and, and buying popcorn and um sometimes you're paying for parking or wherever you are um yeah it, it's not cheap going going to the movies and i can appreciate why no. a lot of people don't go often i don't go often um but you know when i go it does feel quite special i'm happy to spend um because it's an event uh and i think even if you go often or not that not that often it um, it, it, it there's something about the atmosphere, about being in a room with strangers who all have this common interest in watching a movie. Some of my um, favorite memories of watching films are when I'm watching them, uh, in a cinema. Yeah. Um, in saying that, I actually also think thirty dollars is a ridiculous amount of money, for a digital copy of Milan that can only be accessed on the condition that you are still a subscriber to Disney plus. So it's yours to keep digitally on the condition that you are still a subscriber, right? Yeah. That's yeah. another gripe I have with that yeah. too. It's not, for example, like when you buy uh, a, a movie digitally on YouTube and, and download it or on Amazon, for example, um, those, so, and I'm not talking about Amazon prime, I'm talking Amazon normally, um, yep. those services are free to access. So they're just banking the movies that you, that you're buying. Um, so I don't actually see any justification, um, for Disney's, um, decision to go down this way. Uh, besides, um, recouping finances, uh, we can be critical about, um, Disney buying out and make and you know taking over a lot of these companies. Um, look, they're in their business and legal rights to do so to to own the entertainment world. If that's with within the law where they operate, and because it's the states, of course it is. Um, so for me, even though they've said this is a one-off thing, I don't believe them. If it, yeah. if, if it proves successful for them financially, there is no way it is a one-off thing. No way. Um, yeah. and, no, that's fair. And I look, and I appreciate, even though they are a multi-billion dollar company, um, they don't want to lose a single dollar 
right? Because they have a responsibility to their shareholders and they have a responsibility to make more money because that is the purpose of a business. There are no morals or ethics here. Like, and, and they should not be criticized for that because at the end of the day, they are a business and businesses aim to make money. And that's all that this is. Can Disney afford to cut their losses with Mulan? Absolutely. Yes, they can. Does that make them an appealing business? Does it, is it a smart business decision when they're talking to stakeholders and shareholders and future investors? Of course not. This is something to be applauded as a business move. So for me, I can understand why Disney are doing this. I can understand why people who are really excited about watching Mulan uh, because they've been wanting to watch it for ages uh, because of the delay. And it does look good. You know, we've talked about it plenty of times. I can understand that there is even a market for it. Um, But I would hate for this trial, um, which for me, it's more of a trial than a one-off. I would hate for it to be overly successful because... Um, while yeah, it does cost money to subscribe to Disney Plus, if especially if you buy it as a year, in a in a bulk year, if you can afford to do so, it's one of the more affordable ones, and particularly if you've got a young family or you just really enjoy um, you know G and PG rated content um, and have a nostalgia for them, it is a service that will have value you and especially because they um have access to most of the movies in the mcu they've got star wars they've got all these wonderful Mm. titles there's a there's a strong appeal to it um so uh, you know and so i think uh by saying hey um you know here's this if you pay us a bit extra more you've got access to this movie um there's something a bit mean-spirited about it i think and i would imagine that Mulan was always going to go to Disney Plus anyway. Um, so you can pay $30, $42 and watch it now or perhaps wait a few months. And I don't want to say watch it for free <laughs> because you're paying for the subscription, but not pay anything um, additionally to it. Um, yeah, that's a, that's another good point as well. Yeah, so it just depends how desperate you really want to see it. Mulan would probably be a lovely movie to watch on the big screen. If you're going to watch it at home, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, if yeah. you're going to look, if you're going to watch it at home anyway, watch the animated one. That movie's amazing. That it movie is. is absolutely amazing. Um, I, from an Australian point of view, um, you know, we have proven that we're actually happy to pay for good services. There's so many mm. streaming services and they're doing well in Australia. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, for example, pay TV Foxtel um, is hemorrhaging. It is doing so badly, but their app Foxtel go is doing great. So yeah, we, you know, in Australia, we, we've cottoned onto this streaming stuff and we've got a lot of free streaming services as well through our free to air networks that provide great content. So mm. you can engage in that even if you can't afford a lot of streaming services. Um, but some of these prices are astronomical. Um, to, to just put an example, so I'm not picking on Disney the whole time, I came across a uh, a movie, a documentary that's called In Search of Darkness, and it's a documentary, a four-hour documentary about 80s horror movies. And I thought, fuck, this movie sounds fantastic. 
because uh, I love yeah. 80s horror movies. It was really, really good. And I saw that there was a whole Kickstarter campaign and things like that. And that had long expired and stuff. But I was like, oh, I wonder if this movie is, a, is available online. I'd really like to watch it. Um, I found uh, a copy online uh, legally that, um, that you could download. And the cost was two thousand Australian dollars to down to purchase what? this movie as a Whoa. digital download. Yeah. Wow. Um, and Ow. S- yeah, and um, and so I was like, yeah, no, not going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and I haven't sourced it illegally or anything, but it did make me point out um, why does Australia pirate so many movies? We have such a high level of piracy um, in Australia. Uh, We are happy to pay for certain things, uh, but we're not going to be made, uh, you know, we can smell a ripoff miles away. Um, Mm -hmm. um, So for me, I can see the purpose of Mulan going uh, this way on Disney Plus. Um, I, I, I hope it, and I'll be honest, I hope it doesn't work because again, we're happy to pay for a streaming service, but we're already paying a streaming service. There's enough outcry already for Amazon prime advertising that you can rent or buy movies off them. Um, because we're like, well, hang on, why don't you just put them on your streaming service? We're paying for that. And obviously that's where licensing and and distribution fees and so forth come into it. Um, so they've, they've got an out that way, even though it'll annoy people, but Disney doesn't have an out with this. Um, so yeah, I feel like I've rambled a lot about this. So I might throw no. it in your mic. <laughs> before, well, I was just gonna before I lose this thought. Yeah. Um, I just was gonna say it's curious then as well. Like, why, why they're doing this with Mulan and why not with like Hamilton or with Artemis Fowl? Those two movies were supposed to be theatrical. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't. And, where, and while. And while I was going to say, sorry, while while they may have come to their senses and realized Adam's Fell wasn't a good film, so they mm. knew they probably weren't going to make too much money off of it, maybe, mm. I don't know, um, that it makes sense. But uh, by the same token, you know, obviously the special effects budget on that would have been very high. Um, so there's that. And then with Hamilton, obviously that, that would have had a very low budget because, you know, it was just, you know, filming Mm. a stage performance um in you know over various different nights um and but but the the popularity of hamilton worldwide is insane um disney could have charged five dollars extra for you to maybe watch hamilton and they and people would have done it i would have done it and they would have made millions Mm. um but they did but they didn't and now we have Mulan, and yes, as I've said, they want to recoup their their money, their finances they spent, but they're wanting to charge us so much money mm. for this film it's, that we can only access through Disney Plus. Yeah, it's um, it, it's. I just think the price. It's interesting. Yeah, the pricing is is ridiculous for me, and I think also, for example, um, or maybe even Hamilton was the tease of things to come, because. Just before Hamilton was released, they cancelled the uh, seven-day free trial period because they knew they people did, would yes. free trial just to watch Hamilton. So maybe yeah. Disney saw subscriptions go up, at least for the first month. 
um, to watch. So Hamilton. they would have they would have made yeah they, they would have made yeah. a lot of more money yeah you're not wrong yeah, yeah. so I'm almost feeling that go. way and and who knows Kendall maybe maybe even Artemis Fowl maybe that was even a little teaser maybe they found that trial subscriptions went up when Artemis Fowl was released well we're hearing a lot of things Very about true. this movie I mean like even bad movies right arouse curiosity. So, you know, they if, do. If, you're, yeah. if you're living on the internet and hearing so many bad things and about Artemis Fowl, you'd be like, hang on, I might just check this out and watch Disney Plus. And, you know, it's a free seven day yeah. trial and I can watch some other stuff while I'm here as well. Oh, I can fit the Mandalorian in and, you know, things like that and then bail. So I, yeah. I, I wonder then, there's a pattern there, I, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I guess there's also probably the fact that Artemis Fowl is a, a film that's been in the making for a long, long time mm. and it's based on a po- popular kids series and, you know, Disney Plus is the streaming service for kids. Yeah. You know, really. Um, it all, that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very curious stuff. Mm. Mike, um, we would love to know yes. your thoughts on this debate. What, what do you think? I think we should bend over and take it like a man. <laughs> the mouse is in the house and he wants his money. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they need to save face, as you see, Kendall. It it costs a lot of money to make make movies, mm. and they don't. And you can't really, essentially. Um, uh, movies coming out in the cinema, uh, they need that big boost for for that box office to actually at least get partly their money back. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and essentially, a movie going to the cinema is the um, it's sort of like the big ad for your for your movie for your movie to be successful because mm. then. If you if you watch it at the movies, then you're going to watch it. Uh, you're going to buy it on whatever platform that you have. Mm. Yeah. So so essentially, they they need to cut their losses and say, okay, we need to cut out the middleman and actually get people to actually pay for it. And I think I think that's probably why they they. Um, uh, uh, I think that's why the price tag is a little bit higher than usual than going to the movies. It's all yeah. it's all like it's all like buying a Blu-ray, like like a new release Blu-ray that uh, that is a bit expensive, but it's worth it. But the problem is, um, it's not released. There's no reviews of it, so you're going in blind, mm. and all you it's sort of yeah, it's all. It's sort of a lucky dip. So, me personally, I wasn't going to watch this in the cinema because I have a bit of an issue with like the live-action Disney films. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and you know, considering you know, Mulan was probably the exception, but. But the more and more that I'm getting older and being jaded and <laughs> being a, a real piece of shit, I thought, yeah, fuck it. I'll just wait for it to come on, come on um, Disney Plus, and then I'll watch it. Because I did the same thing with um, uh, the live action uh, Lion King, mm. and 
Funny enough, actually, you slept, slept halfway through it. So. <laughs> so it was a good judgment call. My, good judgment call. <laughs> yeah, so, so sort of a good... Yeah, my body said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Um, what else can I say, say about it? Um, yeah, I really hope this doesn't become the norm. Mm. Um, but, I've, yeah, but unfortunately... The, for cinema like venues this is this this was the uphill battle ever since streaming services and uh like streaming services became what they were and i i really hope this isn't the nail on the coffin i really yeah. hope i really hope because people were sort of burnt out after artemis fowl going you know what fuck this we don't <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they were trying to hold it for so long because they wanted to get their money back because, and it's yeah. I don't know. It sort of feels like they they don't want to like give up on this movie. I know they don't. They definitely don't want to give up on the Marvel movies because mm. because 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 yeah because it's Marvel. Yeah. It's, they're money makers. It's, it's that yeah. yeah. It's that big. It's that big weekend, and they're not, they're not gonna they're not gonna waste it on that. So they probably wait. So yeah, they'll probably waste it on this film. Unfortunately, um, do they have confidence in it? I don't know. I feel like Milan uh, would make like even if they delayed it till next year, which they, you know, were, were originally planning to. I feel like it would still yeah. actually make money because think I I reckon yeah like yeah, it, I reckon yeah too. even like the Lion King got um a lot of hate made over a billion dollars yeah um, because people want to see the carnage yeah. i mean that that's the reason why there's still there's still um transformers movies yeah but also <laughs> though but there must be a fan but like there must be a genuine fan basis though to go a billion dollars worth that's not just curiosity dollars you know what i mean that's people who yeah. like it who are saying good things about it and who are probably going again to see it yeah um yeah, and I think Mulan would, would fall in that boat. I feel like being a live-action adaptation... Um, I mean, gosh, are this, are, you know, if there's special effects and so forth, are they going to date that badly in a year? Mm. I don't know, but yeah. I, I don't think so. No. I mean, yeah. it, you, you're watching something new and you sort, sort of... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's, not, it's not like... Um, <laughs> oh well, I say that because Artemis Fowl had that weird uh, Every- <laughs> Josh Gad unlocking had that weird his jaw. Everything. I was say, yeah, had weird yeah. everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can and, and you can see the CGI seams, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, I, I don't think I can add, add anything to it. Um, is it is it a for or against? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm going to hold my guns and just say I'm against it. Because mm. uh, mm. I do enjoy going to the cinemas. Yeah, and, me too. And I'm a stickler. I mean, I still got fucking VHS. And I'm never going to get rid of them. Same. I'm not not with mine. And, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I still got videos that aren't, aren't, aren't on DVD mm. yet. So that's yeah. the only reason why. And... And the only reason why I still have DVDs is because you can't get them on either Google Play or 
or my other one that I have, mm. or even in even in streaming services, because yeah. they come and go. Mm. And I, I do, I still like physical copies. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's the new generation of of LPs. <laughs> yeah. It's our generation because oh, back in my day, we used to kick the videos <laughs> underneath underneath the couch, and then next summer we f- we find it again. And it's like ah, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Johnson and Friends. Bless. <laughs> Bless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> either way, I'm. I really hope that it's it still gets released theatrically, in Australia at least, um, because I really do want to see this on the big screen. Because just from watching the trailers, like it looks spectacular visually, mm. um, and like you know, especially a lot of those big battle scenes with all the horses and, and the sword fighting and uh, it just, it just looked gorgeous. Um, and, and it would be a nice way to also support the movie cause it's very important mm. um, as well. And I, and I, for my money, as much as I, you know, I'm kind of with you, Mike on, on the, the reimagined classics uh, of, that Disney has decided to keep doing um, so they can make money. Uh, Mulan for me was shaping up to be one of the better ones. Like along with, Same. along with, I think, you know, um, the, you know, Aladdin live action, which was way better than it had any right to be. Um, <laughs> and I, mm. and I really enjoyed True that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. really enjoyed that. But yeah, but like, I feel like Mulan was, I mean, I hate the fact that it wasn't going to be a musical, but I also admired the fact that they made that choice and, and decided to, you know, maybe stick closer to the original source material and and give us a, a a proper reimagined classic. You know, so I feel like yeah, I really want to see this at the cinema. So I'm hoping um, after I watch it on Disney Plus at some point, because now after I've said my piece and listened to y'all talk, I'm like I don't know how I feel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will yeah, I'll definitely watch it at some point. But I yeah, hopefully the Aster or somewhere awesome like that decides <laughs> to put put it on once things return to some semblance of normal. Mm. That would be nice. Um, Take a stance. Take a stance, Kendall. <laughs> don't, bow down. don't bow down to the mouse. I think I'm... <laughs> don't bow down to the mouse. <laughs> it's, to the mouse. You're, you're talking to me. <laughs> I, I keep the mouse in its house, okay? <laughs> Kendall feeds the mouse those delicious crumbs. <laughs> yes. Kendall, just think how sweet it would be in surround sound and not just on your 55-inch television or whatever you have. I know, I know, I know, you're right. But I I think I might wait and just see, like, you know, because Wayne made the excellent point of, like, well, what happens? Is there a a cutoff point for this? And is it just going to be there Mm. for people to watch, like everything else? So... They haven't. I don't think they've said anything about that yet. Uh, obviously, probably they won't. I, I imagine they won't announce that until after it debuts for the fee. Yeah. Uh, because then they won't get people's money that way. I think if they're just like, well, I'll just wait three months and then it'll be free anyway, or you know, included in the the subscription. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait for that. But I do. Or maybe I'll wait for the cinema. I don't know. It's. Yeah, it's. <laughs> who knows. I'm very indecisive, in case you haven't met me before. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Rem- Are you sure rem- you're indecisive? Yeah, remember my dip- dip- 
diplomacy earlier in the show? Yes. <laughs> Another example. Um, cool. Shall shall that wrap up our little debate there, I think? Yeah, it was a great discussion, I felt. Yeah. yeah. It was great discussion. Yes. Golf clap, everyone. I really enjoyed that. Clip it, clap, clap. clap, clap, clap. Yes, and I hope all of you guys listening to us enjoyed that as well because that was that was very good. And if you know you have any thoughts or any points that we may have may have missed in the debate, feel free to you know comment uh, on social media on Facebook and Instagram, and maybe we'll we'll talk again about it down the line. Who Absolutely. knows? It'll mm. it'll or it'll don't. Be, I mean, yeah. we're not oh. your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm making suggestions um so uh what's up with fred um again nothing from me fulia (laughs) (laughs) just throw it over it's just it's just this lovely lovely podcast and then once a month is the other lovely podcast the monthly that's all i'm doing at the moment for the future (laughs) we'll see fulia my dear what's up yes um, all right, so um, Foolish Fuji over on Twitch is doing well. We are about five followers away from reaching triple digits. Wow. Oh, Fuya. my goodness. Does that mean yeah, you can I'm expand on... the farm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ignoring that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so at the moment... Currently sitting on 95. I haven't checked since the last time, which was only a few hours ago. Um, five five followers away from 100, which is really exciting for me. That's uh, so exciting. <laughs> I never thought I'd actually get that far. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, on Thursday, uh, just past, uh, we played uh, Mario Kart. With a um, with a certain Darth Puddin oh, that decided to join in. Cute. Um, oh, nice. He was there for half of it, and then um, he was having issues trying to get into the tournament. So, <laughs> so and he fucked off. Yeah, <laughs> and then he decided <laughs> to leave, um, which is fair enough. Uh, like I totally understand if you can't just you know sit there and watch if you can't play. So, <laughs> but it was nice to have him on board while he was there. Um, which was really awesome. And to get everybody introducing him uh, because, you know, him and Incompetent Gamers was the reason why I got into streaming in the first place. Um, and I'm very And I'm very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has been going on? Um, well, uh, while on Twitch, um, just uh, Saturday night, we reached our little community challenge goal um, where I will now be at some point building a, a Lego set live on stream. Um, so I'm just waiting for everybody to vote on which set I should be building because I've got three of them just sitting there. Uh- <laughs> are they going in the farmhouse? No. Okay. <laughs> These are actual Lego sets that I'm building in real life. Oh, so they're going with the killer doll collection that mum has. Okay. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to visualize um, it fully up. <laughs> you know what it is, okay? You cannot make it up to appease your own horror, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, just write about it in your next Halloween fan fiction. I think I hear. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's... 
pretty much all I've been really up to. Um, the last episode of uh, my Portal 2 run is now up uh, on my YouTube channel. Uh, I will be um, uploading another series, um, uh, probably not this week, but starting uh, next week. It'll be Murdered Soul Suspect. Get ready for that. And <laughs> and uh, so this week, I'm going to do the best that I can to get um, my <laughs> that 11-hour stream that I did, cut it down so that it's a lot shorter for everybody to at least digest. Mm. <laughs> um, so that'll be up this weekend, hopefully. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, how about you, Wayne? Well, clearly I'll be uh, trolling Fulia for the week. Uh, <laughs> of course I was going to do that uh, I, well, We could do it together Mike Yeah uh, Kendall you can join in too <laughs> Look a, cert, a certain Resonator has been coming into my Twitch streams so uh, I think I'm getting enough of the trolls there <laughs> Well It's nice that everyone's visiting you on the farm I should join as well Um <laughs> Yeah, so for me, no, yeah, look, nothing much to be, uh, to be honest. Normally would be having a Fredwatch podcast, um, coming up, but our current lockdown situation has put a halt to our regular series. In saying that, I am hoping that, um, me and some, uh, beautiful, beautiful movie reviewers can come together in separate studios and create a bit of a lockdown special for you all. Uh, so Ooh, yeah. watch that, watch this space. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Fred watches a podcast will appear so, uh, in some form sometime soon. Uh, how about you, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm sort of in the same, same as, uh, uh, what's her name? Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> the same boat as Kendall. Yes. <laughs> so, so, I spent three weeks on a leaky boat. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't really got much down the pipeline. Um, still, just pretty much busy with this house thing, sort of keeping me occupied. And after that, I'll have a house so I can set up my own studio. Ooh. Ooh. So, so, so I can have an official Fred shed. Yes, you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the shed that Fred built. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is to find a, a builder named Fred and then it'll be good. And it would be Fred shed. <laughs> it would be Fred shed. <laughs> With a plaque and and a photo of Fred building his like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't take photos of me, but it's special. Just get the back of his head. This is Fred. This is Fred. Fred's head. Is Fred's head. Back of his head. I'm just making myself laugh now. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. What about you, Kendall? <laughs> And we made the circle. Hey. Hey. A Boreanalus, or whatever it's called. <laughs> the snake right. eating its own tail. Greek mythology. Yay. Yes. Oh. Kendall, please wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm trying. No, like. keep on going. I want to push a boulder up a hill so I can see it fall down again. Yay. <laughs> and Yay. that... 
was, was a podcast called Fred. Wow. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get... Apparel, home decor, bags, stationery, who's the boss, dirty dancing, Knight Rider, John Wick, Tom Hanks, with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I suppose. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I'm Jesus from Michael Lister. <laughs> what the hell? And you've just experienced you've a, a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Eat that beef. Oh my God. Get it in you. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. Never Thank forget. you for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Yes. Stay safe. Don't, stay healthy. Yeah. Stay safe. Mask stay healthy. Mask up. Don't pay the ferryman. <laughs> it's a good song. You get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And don't fear the Reaper either while you're at it. Yeah. Um, I love the podcast that refuses to behave. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> yeah. At, le- at least, at least we get one thing right. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and... see. Same. 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 Same.